that the introduction? Talking about Metro Iowa and how much we want to go there? Sure. Yeah, that's sure. the introduction. Welcome back to Roll and Move, part three. <laughs> part three of our epic saga in role-playing. We are really stretching this one out. We're basically pulling what D- Warner Brothers did with The Hobbit. You know, that was a short book. <laughs> shortest of the Lord of the Rings books. Longest uh, the three parts part. of the series. They it's had pretty... they, they got they got the two towers down into one movie, but the Hobbit, oh, they can stretch that out into three. This is totally sure. a three. They need that. Yeah, this this episode, guys, it is a saga. Okay, this is a full on DBZ saga. We got our villain of the week. We have our story that we're just cruising through. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't worry, by the end of the day, I, I promise you that your heroes will prevail. But for those of you who uh, are not familiar with the show. Welcome back to Roll and Move, the internet's only podcast that takes a look at sort of weirder board games, stranger RPGs, and we play them, break them down for you, see what makes them work, but it's a more of a special episode here. We're straight up playing an RPG on the air for you guys, and we're going to, it should be a little bit of fun, but I am your first co-host and one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Sugarberg, and with me here as always is... Garrett Lively, and today I'll be your GR, and, and I know what you're thinking, that's Game Runner, not Grand Rapids. Game runner, game runner. Isn't it GM like no, or no, no, GM, no, no, general no, no, manager? No, 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 no. Or not in this game. GM, GR is, GR is a specific character in this this uh, this RPG. I'm gonna have to come back and reintroduce that character to you, at, in the, probably in the recap episode. So that's gonna have, that's probably a storyline element that's gonna come back. And also here with us is Jeff Lee. I've always, always, always wanted to do a citizen's arrest. I've talked to my um, you know police enforcement <laughs> buddies about this, and they told me how hard it is. But I, I, like, I, please, please don't do that. Like, you're actually going to wind up getting arrested. Yeah, like, you're going to get sued. It's really hard to do without getting sued. But I'm like, you know what? It might be worth it. What's so to... hard about it? <laughs> it's so hard about it because like it's like unlawful uh, detainment. Detainment. Like yeah, that. it's detainment, pretty much the yeah. same. It's pretty much the same. And like it's like a very fine line between the two. And it's kind of difficult to. <laughs> I'm making a citizen's arrest. Let me leave. Well, we're going to have a lot of kidnapping today. <laughs> I, I wonder if you have to announce it. You know, like just publicly. <laughs> I'm making a citizen's arrest. Stop in the name of citizens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pull out this plastic Amazon badge that you bought. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, uh, for those of you who aren't at all familiar with what we're doing today, I would encourage you to go back and listen to part one and part two, where we created the characters of Broncus McCardface and yes. Stephen Sleepy Napsicle, the uh, heroes of the story. Napsy. Uh, <laughs> Napsy. Mm-hmm. Napsy. So for those who don't remember, just a quick recap. Uh Broncus and Steve are basically three days from retirement. They've been pulled in by a uh, pencil neck geek, is how the how the zine put it. Total dweeb. Total dweeb. And he is. There's just been this crime wave, this this vague crime wave that we'll expand upon in a minute. And he, the mayor's up for re-election, and he needs this case solved asap uh, before you guys retire. And a little little perk, little perk is uh, if you guys solve this case, you're gonna get. The, I guess the retirement funding. What is it called? The the pension. Pension. The pension mm-hmm. of a captain. A pension or, for pension. Yeah. So you're gonna you're That's gonna right. get a little, get a little upgrade to the old retirement life. You're gonna get to spend out your live out your days. You know, watching TV. You don't you don't have to get out get a job at Walmart as a greeter. Reminds can, me of um in the game of life at the end when you have enough money you get to live in that millionaires <laughs> club or you get millionaire to live in that Oaks, shack. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you do... It's such a brutal way to put it, but I don't know. It's pretty accurate. (laughs) It's pretty, pretty accurate. So, uh, just a a quick recap of Broncus, Tom. uh, Do you remember much about your character? 
Oh yeah, I remember everything about my character. Let's hear it. Here, let me pull up my specific. Uh, <laughs> <memory>. <laughs> let me pull up my autobiography just here. File, let me just access my right. database in my brain here. Let me let me put the audience in a little bit of a, a perspective here. Okay, let's say you just got a job at this office, you know, and the the people are whispering around the water cooler. You got to watch out for Broncus. This Broncus McHardface guy. He's uh. He's quite the character, and then you're like, "Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't met that guy. I haven't seen him at the latest Office Junction, where uh, I haven't, I haven't got and had the pleasure of meeting him." And then you just see all of a sudden, you know, all their eyes get sort of big, their eyebrows raise, and then they do that thing where they like turn around and immediately start sipping water while hunching down, and then you turn around because you know there's someone slightly out of focus with a little <laughs> bit of fog dwindling in the atmosphere uh-huh. behind you. And you turn around, and this is who you see. You see a fat, corpulent <laughs> man strutting down the office aisles between the cubicles and the bullpen in the in the police office. And uh, this guy, he's got like a. Uh, you can see he's got a couple of Eastern tattoos. Some some <laughs> the, it looks like they are Buddhist yeah. inspired. Some, but it's kind of like a misunderstanding of it. You know, it's more like the. He saw a design at a Chinese restaurant that he really liked, and he just, he like stole the Buddha statue, went to the tattoo parlor, got that on his arm. He's got, he's got tons and tons of track marks on his sleeve and on his arms from all the drugs he's been injecting into his veins. Eyes, bloodshot. (laughs) Yes, he is wearing sunglasses, but you can still tell he is that (laughs) bugged out of his mind. He uh, is wearing his trusty Kevlar vest that he has. He also has uh, his knuckles, you can see, are very calloused because he's a former Golden Gloves boxer who still routinely punches the wall when he gets mad. And uh, in addition to that, he is uh, he has a very undistinguished career. You can just sort of tell that there's this, <laughs> there's been this stagnation in his life. This is he's locked onto this identity that he had in his youth. They have like and, an uh, achievements he, poster for the right. for the office over there and under Everyone else has thing. gold stars. They've got Everyone like 40 has... or 50. He's got two. Yeah. <laughs> he's really <laughs> lagging by. Over a everybody. whole career, yeah. Right. And then this fat this fat bastard sits down in his rocking chair, his little uh his little uh, office chair, you know, he rocks back and forth. You hear this thing like just squeak under the weight. Mm. Of all this, all this failed potential, and all this, uh, all these Big Macs that have nestled between the rolls of his neck, and uh, that is Broncus. And then you also hear about this other guy in the in the office, this new partner that Broncus is supposed to be working with. And and you look over towards the door as it opens, and you just see a a huge group of cameramen swarm into the office, knocking over furniture, knocking over coffee mugs. Knocking over the dang water cooler. They don't care, though. They're just, you know, spinning out the extension cord as they follow this guy in. And this guy is who, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is uh, Steven Sleepy Nevskull. I've been a part of the force for a long time. Earlier on in my career, I was uh, a bit more spry, mostly because I was all-state in football. The QB, um, man. QB, QB, little QB. All-state. <laughs> um, you know, you know the problem it's is... Problem is, like a, like many a football player, you know, I ended up blowing out my knee. Mm. Um, it was uh, specifically knee. on a kneel down, uh, so it was very. 
<laughs> Into the fourth quarter, we're up by 30. Coach, I want to kneel this thing out. I want to kneel it out. Oh, my God. Up by 30. Boom! Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, for some reason, there were uh, camera crews then, but, uh, you know, I, I, could, I could prove it to you if, I, if they were. <laughs> You actually um, fumble it at that point, and then yeah. the, the team <laughs> well, are torn Even though they still lose, the, like the entire that's team all comes they remember. over and teabags yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's all they remember from that game is uh, is that I, I botched the I botched the kneel down. And that's how I ended my career. Um, Seventeen was a rough age. Uh, you know, my mother was uh, because of that. You know, my mother was a huge football fan because of. Uh, because of my failures in football, I she became a drug addict. So, like Thomas, probably has the same drug dealer, um, and so just started shooting up. And for some reason, this this <laughs> anguish and pain caused me to uh, develop this this sense of uh, this intuition uh, aspect of my life. And I started to get daily visions of crimes. Uh, every day, I'd be able to describe, uh, you know, where crime happened, who was doing it, who the victim was, the nature of the of the crime. But I might not know when that crime happened. So there's, <laughs> Some parts of it, I think. I think you know, when I lost my knee, I also lost my sense of time. Um, so those two things went at the same time. Right. Um, and uh, and that just you know, I, I knew that you know I couldn't do anything else in life because football was my only outlet. And uh, I decided to become a, a police officer in the law enforcement because I all of a sudden was gifted with this this op op uh, skill set here. Um, you know. From sometimes I will go, admittedly, and go grab some of that medication that my mother has, and I'll self-medicate. Um, I, and sometimes it helps me feel a little bit better, um, but it might make me a little groggy later. I'll get some side effects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, the people love me, you know. As as uh, as you mentioned, Thomas, I'm already or sorry, Broncus, I'm already uh, been featured on Cops once before. I got pretty lucky there. You know, one of my old cheerleader girlfriends is a producer uh, on Cops, so you know she got me on the show and. <laughs> Now they follow She's me all the time. She's living the high life now, man. Yeah, She's... yeah. She still would have been with me, you know, if I didn't blow that knee. Um, yeah. You know, people, civilians love me. Underworld contacts love me. You know, different people like to help with me. Um, part of uh, part of my training as a police officer, uh, I became a sharpshooter uh, because I always knew where to shoot. You know, I was I had this I had this <laughs> precognition. It takes yeah. an instinct. It takes yeah, a... <laughs> exactly. I, I just you know, but the problem was I didn't know when to shoot. I just kept shooting at the same spot, and eventually I would you know be able to hit somebody. So I I right. became one of the uh, not the most efficient sharpshooter by I mean ammo count, but you know I always ended up killing the perp. And uh, you know just. Just so that I don't blow up my other knee, because my other knee is still okay. Uh, you know, I, I carry a lucky rabbit's foot with me all the time, just to make sure I kind of make sure that um, that one's not 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 gonna go. Um, you know, it's based on uh, based on all the money um, that uh, I I could have earned, uh, or trying to keep up with all my friends that did make it to the NFL, I just keeps I just kept spending and living a life of luxury. Uh, and mm-hmm. so because of that, I have crippling credit card debt, even though, uh, you know, even though I have this amazing uh, law enforcement pay. So is, is that the is that the universal the universal uh, thing, Gary? Like we have uh, the everyone has you, crippling. you you specifically uh, can't pay your mortgage. He's got some crippling credit card debt and yeah. you hate commies and he hates professional athletes. Oh, okay. I think the rest is probably the same, right? All the standard issue badge through cruiser. The, kind of the standard issue equipment is all is all right. standard. So standard all, stuff everybody gets. Hey, Garrett. Um, before we move on, I, your mic sounds like it's not the Yeti. So I just wanted to make sure uh, that you're recording on the right one. Uh, I'm recording on the Yeti. Okay. Thank you. Let me double check that the 
That zoom is coming through. Zoom is coming through Yeti here, so thank you for saying that. You're correct. The zoom is not on Yeti, but I've been recording on Yeti. But your right. recording is. Okay, recording cool. On Yeti. cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure. Yep. Okay. Is that better? All right. Much uh, better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So just to be clear with all the uh, all the listeners, all the stuff that Jeff and I have been mentioning, the bulletproof vest, the lucky rabbit's foot, this is all equipment that is going to essentially affect our rolls throughout the game, or rather than rolls, us drawing cards, because that's this game's equivalent of rolling dice. So, you know, we're going to get some plus ones, some plus twos, some minus ones, minus twos there for all the descriptions that you guys heard, but uh, that's not really important. What is important is really the uh, the adventure that I think we go on The story, here. yeah. So... Yeah. We'll do a little bit of setup here. Uh, so basically this game, like kind of as Thomas was alluding to, is the mechanics are you pull cards and you kind of are competing against the GR who is going to randomly pull cards. So you get to actually, you have a little bit of agency in this game. You get to choose how much effort you want to put into it. So Thomas and Jeff have a hand of cards and they're like, all right, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to jump over this horse. I want to do a pole vault over over this horse. <laughs> they get to they get to choose how much effort they want to put into it. And so if they play like a seven, you know it's pretty pretty average. And I'm gonna randomly pull a card. If they uh, succeed, they're gonna be fine. If they fail, depending on the the scope of the failure, the magnitude of the failure, they're gonna get hurt. They may die. They may uh, stab themselves with the pole vault. They may get eaten by the horse. Who knows what will happen. Depends uh, on how bad we fail. And additionally, how Garrett's feeling. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> additionally, we have a, a mechanic called Lucky Breaks. So we, we kind of talked about those. Uh, Jeff Sharpshooters, like Lucky Rabbit Foot. Uh, Tom has the ability to, he has his Kevlar vest. So, uh, so a little little janitorial work here. Every, every, both uh, Jeff and Tom have 13 cards. And they start off with three Lucky Break tokens currently. And they can uh, turn in their cards to get additional lucky break tokens because they're kind of kind of OP. So uh, I know you guys have seen the chart. Do you guys want to get any additional lucky break tokens? Can I do that later um, in the game too? Or no, you got to do it right now. I I, I gotta ask. Uh, do I have to draw the cards that I exchange randomly for? Because no, for our audience, you do not. Yeah, okay, so I get point. to look at the cards that I exchange. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Thomas's or Bronchus's rather PTSD is that he is hopelessly addicted to drugs, as he kind of alluded to. So all of his card pools are going to be random. Whereas I just said you have some agency. Tom doesn't. We're just going to take that right away from him and uh, <laughs> make him randomly pull cards. So he yeah. he could he, he gets to say what he's going to do, but who who knows how much effort he's going to put in? It's just hard for me to know how many lucky breaks I need. That's the thing. Um, You'll never know until you try. Garrett, I'm exchanging two cards, a two and a three, for another lucky break token. Probably a good. Uh, so did you see the lucky break table there, Tom? Um. Uh oh. Maybe I didn't. The answer is no. The answer is no. So you can exchange no. aces through eights to get additional tokens. Aces give oh, you five God. tokens. Oh, God. Of course. Of course, that makes total sense that I can't just get rid of my track. Um, <laughs> I, okay. I figured this game out already. Aces through eights to get rid of my... Yeah, aces gives you fives, eight gives you ones, and it kind of fluctuates throughout. Day one tokens. Uh, it'll give me... Ooh, so if I get rid of an ace, it'll give me five day one tokens. But ace is OP. OP in decision-making. Uh, Gary, I'm going to get rid of a king for okay. four tokens. All right, so you have seven tokens, Jeff. Seven lucky break tokens. So throughout the, uh, throughout the scenario, you can use seven different lucky breaks. And you both have a once-per-day lucky break. So Thomas's is, do you feel lucky, punk? And he gets plus one to his shootouts 
within the, uh, I believe, the current building or the current scene. And then uh, Jeff's, his lucky break is the lucky rabbit's foot, and he can just basically prevent himself from dying as long as he doesn't draw two. This is awful. All my cards are either super high or super low. This is not going to be fun. Um, (laughs) So I don't know whether to get rid of the few ace cards that I have or the few face cards that I have. Um, Oh, gosh. I guess I'll get rid. I'm going to get rid of my queen for a few more. Okay. Lucky break tokens. So you get three additional tokens. So you're up to six lucky break tokens. Okay. All right, so I, I'll, I'll keep track of all that, and uh, I'll mention it to the reader, I guess, every once in a while. All right. Um, and then, uh, if you remember from episode one, uh, you guys mm-hmm. have just been briefed on this crime spree. We're going to pick it up there. Yeah. And uh, we'll Sounds get good. going. Yeah, so right. you've been told by the, uh, the geek from the mayor's mm-hmm. office that there's been this crime spree, and uh, the chief is, is now, he's got the file in his hand, he pulls you over into his office, he's... He's ready to share the details. All right. All right, here's what we know so far. Over the last three weeks, five people have died from kidney failure. We didn't really pay attention to the first four, but unfortunately the fifth was Molly Stoner. You all gasp. Stoner? <gasps> That's right. Sounds like, a, sounds like a drug dealer to me. Uh, I know that last no, name. no, 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 no. Uh, the daughter, you're uh. thinking of the wrong one. That's the daughter of Bernice P. Stoner, Mayor oh, okay. O'Neill's opponent in the upcoming election. Oh, Oh, shit. The worst part is the councilwoman Stone has already bought three days worth of TV ads blaming Mayor O'Neill for failure to crack down on this crime wave. Unfortunately, now, r- refresh me, refresh me, Chief. Yeah. Uh, who's who's given the who's given the checks to the office? Is are we are we are we getting our checks from the current mayor? It's Julius O'Neill. He's up O'Neil. for re-election. Yeah, okay, he's been, okay, he's been okay. super cop friendly. We uh. Is that a, no, no, is that no, a Bostonian accent there? It's a pretty good he's Bostonian. Defending the, he's got, he's got that thin blue line. It's a pretty good Bostonian accent, man. You've been working on it? Accent, man. <laughs> you working on that accent? Don't make fun of the Chief's oh, Bostonian yeah. accent. Oh, yeah. You're going to get us just something trouble. I came up with. Why don't you, you say something else cool? Uh, Can you say, I, I parked the car in... I, park, I parked the car. I parked the car. Ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty, that's good. pretty good. Excellent Bostonian accent, sir. Uh, I'm sorry about that, but you can yeah. carry on. Carry on with your deliberations. Go ahead. Um, um, unfortunately, Stoner is conveniently grieving and can't work with the cops until after the elections. So we got just about nothing to go on. Except for our one contact deep in the Stoner campaign who told us that Molly was a barista at that hipster atrocity Rusa Blanca on Sickle oh Street. God. Uh, Probably as good. Go down to Sickle Street. I know what they got down on Sickle Street. It's nothing but artisan coffee and shitty taco stands for me. miles. Nothing don't but white donuts. Russians. Of donuts. <laughs> nothing but donuts. Nowhere to find a donut for miles. But probably as good a place as any to start poking around. Otherwise, I can get you our contact info, but no telling when he'll have time to come up for air. And freaking sleepy, keep this off, cops. We don't want this to look like we're doing it for a few votes. We got to get this thing. Solved. Uh, sorry, my producer wants to know if you'll do a quick interview about it. That's okay. <laughs> I look over and realize they've been uh, filming this entire time, and I'm oof, like, oof. I start to turn visibly red. The vein oof. in my bald head starts poking out. Oh. All right, yeah. I'll have any questions before we get this thing kicked off. Uh yeah, who's this uh, contact? contact that yeah, we this have? contact yeah, sounds I need interesting. First uh, and last name, John G. We don't. I can't give you his full last name. John G. He's undercover. Oh. He's in the uh, Stoner campaign. 
we'll see if we can uh we'll see if we can get a get a hold of him and I'll 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 give you his number here and I'm going to hand you his contact information. It's it's just yeah. got a number scrawled out on a napkin. Uh it's been written. Is it even enough letters, enough digits to, to call? call? <laughs> no, <laughs> the digits are all there, but you definitely can't make out the fours from the nines. So you're not 100% cheat. And there's a lot of those. It's like right. uh, just all fours and nines. <laughs> Whoops. 489 <laughs> Or maybe 449. I'm not sure. And then oh, and then under that it says, or was it? And then there's another phone number right there. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? Oh it's... God! So you got two phone numbers here on this napkin. Uh, it's already been waterlogged at one point. He's dried it out, but he, he's hand, right. he hands that over to you, and he says, "I think he's." Uh, he he's... washed it in the laundry. He just left it in his pocket. <laughs> Bunched up. I'm done. He works it out on the table. He works in polling, but that's really all I know. Polling. And that's really all we got. So uh, if you want to give him a call, or I don't know. And it, that's all we got. That's literally all we got. I, I don't even know who the other four the other four deaths were. We, we haven't investigated that. So it's just we got Molly, we got this napkin, and we got the uh, Rusa Blanca. So yeah. So you're telling me you're telling me that we got three days to find the guy, and we have zero information on who this drug dealer is. You can do whatever you guy. want. I mean, it's your pension. But man, if we get this solved, I'm telling you, the mayor's gonna be very happy. You're gonna be rewarded very. All right. Fast. How do I do my first action? I want to, this is my first foray. I want to take a nap. <laughs> there are you are you looking for an outcome to this? You. I'm trying. I'm just, trying to take a nap to see. Okay. To see if I can't clarify, so, get some so clarity. I've been going on for about uh, five, ten minutes on raging about the uh, mm-hmm. this Bernice, Bernice mm-hmm. P. Stoner, the mayoral mayoral candidate, and uh, the opponent. Stephen just kind of Stephen just kind of wanders off into the corner. He goes over to the water cooler, but he actually just sits down and uh, fifteen camera crew leans follow his, me. Leans his head up against back against the wall and kind of dozes off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what, what do you, where do you go from there, Jeff? How uh do I have to draw to wake up? <laughs> no, no, you can wake. no, it's only major actions that you, you really can wake like up. Draw. If there's if there's major consequences to your action, I'm gonna make you draw. But if, if you're just like I'm gonna take a nap, I'm for example, perfect. if I was like I'm gonna punch the chief in the face, then that, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. all right, all right, all right. So, um, so, so when do I get so to use my intuition, my precognition? You, you can just you get. That's where I thought you were going. So if you want to use that, go for it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the thing here is it says. Details of the crime, the perp, the location. Is it yeah. specifically for um, for Molly, like her, her perp and location, I, or I, so I, 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 I any crime? Either I can I can take control over that, or you can take if you if you just want to throw me a curveball as the GR and, and just set something up that's going to happen down the line. Uh, go for it, or I can uh, or I can throw it into the narrative. So whatever you want to do with that. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I'm taking the snap now. And it's okay. starting to come to me, you know. Um, it, this is a great nap, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> very refreshing. Uh, You've completely it, drowned out the the chief. Uh, by the way, his name is Percival Quinn, Chief Percival. Uh, Chief PQ. Quinn. <laughs> PQ. Chief PQ. Okay, so uh, this uh, this crime is happening, and I can kind of make it out now as I'm <laughs> as I'm squinting my. Uh, Mind's eye. My mind's eye, because my real eyes are actually closed. Uh, I, I notice that this happens to be the local dialysis clinic. <laughs> okay. 
And the victim is obviously Molly, so it's, that's clear now. You know, it, this is, it's clear that a crime has happened here. Okay, so, um, so Molly's just going to die corpse? on the dialysis table. So she's, she's, well, she's there. You know, I ha- I'm, not, I'm not sure quite at the time, not sure what time this is, if this happened, you know, days before she died of her, of her kidney failure or, okay. or, or whatever. I just know that she was at this dialysis clinic and, and you know, this, this doctor, or it seems to be dressed up as a doctor comes out. Um, you know, actually now that more that I, th- now that I see it from a third perspective, this guy clearly isn't a doctor. So I'm not sure how Molly Ooh. got fooled here. Mm, yeah. Um, he's wearing, uh, you know, I'm, su- I'm surprised that the staff of the dialysis, <laughs> me too. You know, I'm, like not, room three, room three I'm not there. quite sure, you know, in fact, he's dressed like he's dressed like a mobster, but for some reason, the only difference is that he's wearing a stethoscope. So <laughs> he's got the, he's got the, the <laughs> it's all in the stethoscope. Man. If you got she, that, there's true he's trust got the trench here. Coat. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, the hat. The hat a yeah, like a, he's got like a he's got for some reason a red rose. Uh, I think this is pretty important details here. Red is he rose, like gonna set that on her chest or something. Red is rose is uh, just in his pocket right now. Um, okay. And the reason why he won't set that red rose is because it's a fake rose. He doesn't want to buy a real rose every day he gets dressed so right. you know it makes sense that he's just got one rose to use <laughs> okay mm-hmm. um and uh he you know he's talking to molly he goes over to the machine and interestingly enough he puts in um uh, a floppy disk a three and a half uh, for some of our users that don't know what this is a floppy <laughs> disk <laughs> is what predated the uh, SD cards and then predated the CDs. It's a form of data. Is this like a hand-me-down dialysis center? I know, I know the exact dialysis center this is. This is Murphy's Dialysis <laughs> Emporium on 38th Street. <laughs> I know exactly where that is. So yeah. they have shitty equipment there. They don't mop at all. They don't. So awful. So this gangster he uh, he puts in he puts in this floppy disk and on the floppy disk it, it clearly in in uh, you know seventh grade cursive writing it says uh, it says grand scheme mm. okay he loads it up he loads it up he loads it up uh, I can't I, then, what I can't make out is a password he's using to okay. load it up okay and uh, yeah and then uh, you see Molly's eyes start to roll to the back of her head and then Ooh. and then um <laughs> spooky and then uh and then things sort of go fuzzy from there. Things kind of go fuzzy from there. Yeah. So yeah, the, my the camera crew a little slack to work with. <laughs> the camera crew, uh, camera crew just kind of shakes me, wakes me up, and has has been wondering why they've been filming sleeping for three hours. <laughs> All right. It's been three hours. I've uh, the chief has has actually picked you up and taken you over to your desk. He's kind of used to it by now. So uh, <laughs> you're at your desk. Uh, Broncos, I I believe, is raring to go. Um, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go out and crack some skulls. All right. All right, Sleepy. I don't like you, and you don't like me. But uh, I, I overheard your mumbling in your sleep, so you don't exactly have to recap exactly <laughs> what you saw. How convenient. <laughs> Very convenient indeed. Uh, so here's here's the first thing that I got to ask you. How much money do you have in your wallet? <laughs> How much money do I have? How much money do I have? Let me just uh, let me look in here. And uh, oh man, I just see well, some moth flies out. Moth flies out. <laughs> oh, see like Jimmy Chang, everybody. I see uh, <laughs> some uh, some melatonin pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not uh, that much. Huh? Here's some, a here's some... a crumpled two dollar bill. Rough. All right, look, I've been doing this for years. All right, now I might not have the <laughs> the best 
the best record to show for it. But I know that the first thing that you're going to need if you're going to you're going to crack a case is money. Open, <laughs> is you're going to need money. All right, whether you're greasing palms or you're greasing the wheel, you're going to need a little cold hard cash. All right. So uh, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we are. Go- I-, I tell. I want to tell Sleepy all about how. We got three days to retirement, so I figure I'm going to sell my squad car for <laughs> drug money. Okay. My All government right. squad car. So That's you, the first thing. With it. Then we can go to the dialysis center. All right. So you guys uh, both drive separately over to Lola's Lola's uh, junkyard. who <laughs> And she's, she's known to give the best prices on a... Uh, Probably the best prices on, on cruisers. Legal sales. <laughs> the on best prices sales. on cruisers. <laughs> Come on down. On a stolen property. So you guys are at Lola's, and uh, you're you're trying to. I guess we'll we'll say you're trying to uh, strike up a bargain here, right? Okay. You wanna you wanna. <laughs> you, I'm like, hey yo, some- hey Lola, check it out. I got this new hot ride. I've been riding this thing for 20 years now. It's this shitty 1984 uh, Charger, and uh, I'm looking to get some cash for it. I need some hot cash for uh, going to hitting the casinos later tonight, maybe. I don't know. You know <laughs> yeah, but hey, you can never have a little bit of a couple of fun coupons, as I like to call them, tucked away in your back pocket. So uh, what do you give me for it, baby? All right, so I've got a, a hand of cards here for Lola. And mm-hmm. basically, so you're, you are, um, I guess trying to get her to give you the best price and so right. you are you're trying to pull her and so what you're going to do is play a card mm-hmm. and, and i do not get to choose two because it is not combat correct, correct this is not combat so you're just going to randomly <coughs> play a card mm-hmm. and let me know what you got Oof, i got a four you got a four okay so i am going to play my highest card without going over and it is a three so uh, she looks at really? the uh yeah it's a three and so Highest card without going over, so, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So you succeed, but you know your success is based on the three. So she looks over the uh, cruiser. She sees you've been in a couple dingers. Uh, the left headlights clearly <laughs> just been missing. It's, it's rusted just out. Gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's completely rusted. It's replaced out. with uh, just a flashlight, like stuck in the permanently stuck in the on position. <laughs> You have your uh, your golden gloves hanging from the rearview mirror, uh, or right. just the anything. stub that's there. Yeah. I, I look at her and I go, "Those are lucky," and I give her a wink. <laughs> you you include in you include in the golden gloves there, Broncos. Yeah, I'm throwing in the the uh, you know those are you know I got those at like a Marshalls. They were like uh, Marshalls. You know, they're actually air fresheners. Not a, they're not actual gold. And I go, "No, wait, they are actual gold. <laughs> include that in the price." Uh, I, I kind of uh, wave them off, and I open the open up the hood, look, and I see it's completely out of oil. You haven't thrown oil in this thing in at least two years. Mm-hmm. All right, Brongos, I honestly, the most I can give you for this thing is three hundred. I'm gonna have to sink at least at one thousand into this just to get it suitable for somebody to rebuy it. So I scream "deal" so loud that it hurts her ears. <laughs> <laughs> cover, cover, <laughs> cover my ears up and. Uh, <laughs> begrudgingly retreat into my uh little just tiny little off it's a it's a one room it's one of those uh construction site you know, like temporary offices i just go <laughs> right back yeah it's there. on the trailer yeah I, I pull out this lock box and just grab the key around my neck and uh open it up 
<laughs> count out 300 it seems to be most of the money that's in the lockbox and i just mm-hmm. uh hand it over so you I guys know. you got you now have your 300 dollars there tom if you want to add that to your to your inventory so i have a question so i i can i have some some stuff around here around underworld contacts and around civilians mm-hmm. um can i interact with people around the junkyard does she have any people or do i have to use one of my lucky breaks to do that right so yeah no 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 uh what, what was your lucky break with the the people uh, civilians give me the oh. best info without personality polls. Yeah. So okay. So, I so, just so yeah, if you get in a fist fight with with an underworld contact, is that yours? Yeah, that's mine too. Would you consider her an underworld contact, or is she just a? She's a civilian. No, okay. no, she's a civilian. Okay. Uh, we we will not. The civilians do like him. Civilians. Yeah, civilians yeah, do like, like you. So if you want to use a lucky break to give her to get any information out of her, uh, you're welcome to do that. You would just spend the token. So I'm gonna go up a tour, and I, I'm gonna say, what's her name again? Lola. Lola. Listen, Lola. <sighs> so. <laughs> he did the yawn. He did the yawn. It's great. <laughs> Just like on the key. You, you, see a flash of, you see a flash of the lights. They all take a picture of that. Yeah. Love it. The, co- the, the camera crew is going nuts now. The camera crew is actually it. recording the, uh, <laughs> the best gimmick here. The license plate. Yeah. The license plate of the cruiser that's just been sold to Lola. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos clearly doesn't care. <laughs> but no, no, yeah, neither Lola nor Broncos nor Steven seems to care. They're like, yeah, this is, we got three days. I was just asking, anyway. Lola, do you, have, you, uh, have you happened to be, you know, by any chance, selling any mobster-equipped cars recently, or you know, <laughs> might know of anybody that might be doing mobster that. Mobster cars? No, man, I, I don't got anything like that. We, I did have this one guy who came in for an Airstream trailer. He wanted this crappy piece of crap, man. It was probably from the forties. <laughs> I don't know when the Airstream trailers came out, but it was just this. <laughs> it, was it, was com- a, it was a crappy piece of crap it was from it was the forties. Now, yeah, it's completely rusted out and gutted, but uh, it was big, and he seemed to like it. And uh, you know, we we were able to get some electricity running through it through it with a generator. Probably so, wanted to turn it into a food truck, but uh, it it was certainly wasn't a mobster car. It wasn't anything. I, it wasn't like a Cadillac or anything like that. But the guy that did come in to get it was wearing. A trench coat, and he uh, he he did seem a little little disingenuous. So I, I don't know. That, it's interesting that you say mobster. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And what, uh, gr? What time of year is it right now? Yeah, it's it's present day. Present day. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. I'm I'm trying to figure out if it was if it's normal for these Bostonians to be wearing trench coats. If it was the middle of July, oh, he he means like weather wise. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, but yeah, it's February, so yeah, February. it's probably cold. So I, if it was like middle of July, and, every, and there's probably only going to be mobsters wearing trench coats, so I would have gone after this guy. Yeah, <laughs> as, you, as you know, every great cop retires in the middle of February. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's how you got to do it. Okay, so I got my I got my coupons. Are you all you all done here, Sleepy? Hey, can we get on the road? Huh? We gotta go. We gotta go down to uh, this dialysis place that uh, you saw in your vision. I want to do some snooping around. Uh, all right, let's go. All right, All so right. yeah, Jeff, you used a lucky break for yep. that. So yeah, I used a lucky break. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to get rid of Lola. You guys go over to the dialysis, which I believe you said was on 38th. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's Murphy's <laughs> Dialysis. Murphy's, Murphy's Dialysis Club. It's got a drive through. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually, yeah, it, it's, in, uh, it's in an abandoned, um, you know, those gas stations with like the milk drive through? Have you ever been to yeah. one of those? So it's in an abandoned gas station. And it, it's still got the pumps up front. They haven't knocked those down. Oh, that's, it's got an old drive-through. It is. It is just completely run down. There is. Uh, actually, there's no door. <laughs> you can just. It's got a sheet just <laughs> hanging down. And uh, so you guys pull up to Murphy's, and 
Oh, Murph. What do you do? All right. We walk outside, and uh, I take a look at the old gas pumps, and trying to sort of make a show of competence for the cameras, <laughs> I I take off one of the gas the gas lines, and I, uh, and I give it a sniff, and I go, and I look at the cameras, I say it, and I go, still fresh. <laughs> All right. So that is an intuition pool. You're investigating the gas pump there. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. L- let's just uh, broaden it to the the whole building, sort of the environments, just so I'm not stuck at the fucking gas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're fine. Right, were, you, were, you, were you trying to use a lucky breaker? Uh, I was not trying to use okay. a lucky yeah, breaker. You're, I was you're... just trying to. So yeah, you uh, go ahead. Show. Go ahead and uh, pull a card. All right. I got a six. A six. All right. Let me draw a hand here. Uh, okay. So <laughs> another three. You're doing great on these. Uh, pull. I, you know what? Your intuition is minus one, so you, you'd be at five anyway, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, no, your intuition's plus one because you got that Tibet, Tibetan magic. Oh, yeah. So you got a seven, which doesn't matter. You still get a three. All right, so you uh, <laughs> you look around and you notice that uh, th- there's a few cars parked in the parking lot, but it's mostly it's mostly uh, rather... Rather expensive cars. Not it's certainly not the rundown pieces of crap that Lolo would be selling. You got a couple uh, Lexuses, maybe a Jaguar over there. A and, Jaguar in yeah. here? Murphy's and just a dialysis? dialysis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you see these rather rather opulent uh, cars just kind of <clears> sitting <throat> around the the gas station, which you you find kind of strange, but not too sure about it. And, and one lady is actually getting out of her car and walking in. She's got her scrubs on, uh, white. Bleach white tennis shoes. Uh, got her hair pulled back into a ponytail rather tightly, and mm. uh, she's constantly been scowling. You, you can tell she's got scowl lines mm-hmm. <laughs> there uh, <laughs> underneath her eyes, and uh, and or, no smile wrinkles around her mouth. Okay, uh, and she enters uh, the the gas station. The dial- she Murphy. Enters the she enters Murphy's dials. Oh. Mm, mm. And oh she, she walks in, uh, and she has dropped actually a, a small piece of paper. Oh, oh I'm gonna run up, go pick it up, pick that thing pick up, pick that shit up, yeah. And it just says uh, receipt. It's just a receipt, and it was for a uh, it was for a frozen frozen pizza at the local Walmart. So I go that what brand? What brand? Uh, that, that says a lot. It was a Tombstone. Oh, oh yikes. yeah! They must not pay very well at this <coughs> dialysis center. That's All right, uh, we're we're gonna barge <laughs> into we're gonna barge into this dialysis center, the lobby, as noisily and as aggressively. I want to go to the front. I want to go to the front door and try to kick it, but I realize as I'm kicking it, it's a swinging door. Mm-hmm. So no, there was no door. It's just a curtain. So you kick the curtain, and the curtain just and... kind of flubs. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, and then I guess you could just walk through. I guess. I'm gonna unholster my gun as I enter too. Like I want it just dangling in my right hand. Uh, All right, so I you guys are entering this completely unknown building, uh, Jeff. Since you're the one kicking the sheet, I'm gonna have you pull a card here. Okay. <laughs> We're kicking a sheet. I'm kicking the front quote unquote door. <laughs> he just uh, he, he it's his it's his gimmick on cops. So he, he this is how he always does it. Yeah. This is how he always enters a building. It's called a, sl- it's called a sleepy sack, you know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a sack any building or whatever. Um, one card, any card? Yeah, just rep- you can draw it play at random card you want. Oh, okay. This represents the the kick. Yeah, the effort you're putting into it. Oh well, I'm pretty sleepy, so I'm your, just gonna your play entrance. It. Remind me the rule about playing twos. <laughs> if you if you fail, you're gonna keep the card. Oh, am I always gonna fail then, or is it only if you draw if you have a two? I, I'm gonna randomly draw a card. 
Uh, so I'm very likely going to fail. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll play it. I'll play a five. All right. A five, huh? <laughs> uh, I drew a seven here. So uh, you... <laughs> You kick the sheet and your your foot gets completely wrapped around in it, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it like the sheet goes like does a complete loop around it, and you it pulls down and it pulls the curtain rod holding it up. It just hits you right over the head. You take uh you take four damage. damage. You take four damage. <laughs> Ow. And the nurses are all they, you see. There's a secretary and nurses just huddled around some old dialysis equipment, which I mm-hmm. definitely know what that looks like. And you they, know, they dialysis just, equipment. They they are already off put by your entrance, and yeah. uh, they're sitting there just looking at you, blanked, all scowling. I scream, "What the fuck are you looking at?" <laughs> You're holding your gun up. I, <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Can we help you? I don't know what's up. What's up here, officers? All right, I'm an officer of the law, okay? Check the badge. I heard that a very important young lady died in your care. And you are going to give me answers right now, or I'm going to start putting bullets in your faces, and then we're going to see how you do in these dialysis machines. I don't even know what a dialysis machine does, but I, I highly insinuate that they're going to have to wind up using their own medical equipment to save their own lives. All right, so you're trying to intimidate them. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead, and we will pull a card. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw one hand for all the nurses here, and you can kind of treat them each. I'm not, we're not gonna. Hopefully, you're not gonna rank arrest them all individually and interrogate them individually. But if you yeah. do, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ooh, I drew a king. A king. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a jack, uh, and one nurse over in the corner uh, who is clearly nervous just completely breaks down and all the other nurse nurses just like knowingly look at her like oh god it's freaking janet again and uh mm-hmm. janet comes forward and she's like i'll tell you everything anything you want to know just please 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 don't shoot us I-, I i i edge the gun slow slowly closer to her temple as i say the- <laughs> <Proceed>. <laughs> she's like giving in here we go violence violence spill it janet spill it now all right, I, I, I'll, here's, here's what I know. It's, it's just, we're, we're trying, we're trying to do a good thing here. I know it's illegal, but we're trying, we're trying to give people free kidneys, and I, I, I just, it's, we've been doing it for, for so long. It's been, I don't know, four months now. Uh, free but, kidneys? Where are you getting the free kidneys, Janet? I don't, I don't know my, I don't know where the, the kidneys are coming from. I just know we have this guy that drops them off, and uh, the, I, uh, the other thing I know, I, oh, uh, the guy who's been doing the surgeries, he's not actually a, he's not actually a, a, a kidney surgeon. He's a, uh, <laughs> he's not a, a kidney surgeon. <laughs> he's, he's a dentist, and uh, uh. that's. I know he's had a lot of trouble. He's been researching how to do kidney kidney transplants on YouTube. Yeah, and he, well, he was using uh, he was using TikTok. He TikTok. Found some instructions. Some kids, <laughs> some kids giving instructions on TikTok to like Justin Bieber songs. <laughs> he had some information on TikTok. Make the incision. <laughs> yeah, make the incision here. But uh, oh, and, and so he's he's starting to really get it down. Our our last one was almost a success. It was this young girl. She was very beautiful, but I, she, we didn't quite get it down. And, and unfortunately, we, we we haven't quite perfected it. But I promise, we're doing a good thing. We we want to give people free access to to kidney transplants. Now, are there any records <clears throat> on file that we were aware of that suggest that the uh, the daughter of the mayor actually needed a kidney? Like, was there any medical? 
like, oh, like in the newspaper, did you uh, know that the mayor's daughter suffers from this? So the the running the lady running for mayor, she's not currently mayor, uh, right, right, Bernice. Right. Yes, she is. She has those medical records, but she's refusing to give them over. Uh, so uh, she is completely not cooperating. She it's almost like she's using this for publicity stunt to just completely rail the current mayor. Listen, Broncos, I think I can handle this, Jenny. Right, Janet. Uh, Janet. 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 Yeah, Janet. You look really familiar. Were you? Uh, were you a cheerleader at uh, KHS High by any chance? Uh, no. Well, you probably were. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty good with civilians. You probably see me on cops before. Um, mm-hmm. here's my camera crew. So no. Everyone say hi. Uh, I'm. You know, listen, Janet. I, I I'm gonna ask you one more time. Do you happen to have any records on this young lady that uh, that you were you were uh, working with? Well, we don't keep any records here. Uh, the the dentist that comes in takes them with him. He he. We have literally no paperwork here. We just all we do is set up the dialysis machines and uh, get the uh, the medicines and the the anesthesia. And this dentist, and, this Mister Toothy, can you, can you give me a name by any chance? I don't. Know I pull. His name. I pull the hammer back on the gun and I say. <laughs> You better start remembering. What if I use my lucky break here? What's your lucky break? Civilians give me the best info without personality pulls. Or is that is that come up when you you give me the opportunity? No, you you can use it. Okay, so uh, I I'm gonna ask you one more time, and my partner is probably not gonna ask you anymore. All right. <laughs> he's got he's got, she's got the gun pulled up yeah. against her head. So uh, honestly, the most I know is there's a dentist, and he he comes in and he's. He comes in. He's got extra, He's got these kidneys that like look relatively fresh. They're still bloodied. That's all I know. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I promise. When's he you, coming in today? When's he coming in? He's not coming in today. We don't have any more scheduled. Fresh kidneys. All right. All, all right. right. Here's Meanwhile, the do. camera's like rolling <laughs> as, <laughs> as we're bullying this woman with a gunder head. <laughs> I uh, I slowly lower the gun and I say. Uh, well, ma'am, I can see that uh, you've given us the best information that you can, uh, and I really uh, I appreciate you uh, cooperating with us officers of the law. And I turn around just like I'm about to start walking away. And uh, does she breathe sort of a sigh of relief, Garrett, as I as I look like I'm about yeah, to leave? Yeah, absolutely she does. She does. <sighs> okay, and, but then I stop. Uh-oh. And I slowly Whoa, turn uh-oh. around and I say, but you did say that you were running this business illegally. <laughs> and... I, I go please, up to the, what's, what's the, what's the nearest, what's the nearest, like, really hard object? Uh, there is a fire extinguisher hanging near the entrance, and, uh, it is, the glass has been broken for some time, and it's all inside the, inside Is there one the of those case. axes in there, too? Like, an axe next to it? Sometimes no, it's, those... it's one of those grade K ones, though, so it's huge. It's absolutely okay. just a monstrosity of a fire extinguisher. Okay, I, uh, yeah, don't I wheels. go... And I grab this fire extinguisher okay. and I uh, I start destroying all the dialysis machines in in the lobby. I imagine this can't be a very big emporium because it's a gas no, station. It's an old so gas you know they're flying around. So I just start destroying thousands and thousands of dollars in medical equipment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and pull a card for me, and we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna say this is a feat of strength here. This is a, uh, a feat of strength. Mm-hmm. So you okay. have a plus one to that. All right. So plus one, I pull a seven. 
Seven. Okay, I pulled a four. Uh, you completely dismantle them. They are absolutely trashed. Uh, no one is going to be coming here and performing any illegal surgeries anytime soon. And the I, I finish it off. completely horrified. I, I throw the fire extinguisher at Janet. <laughs> uh, okay, so... With gonna, that seven. <laughs> with, okay, fair enough. Uh, she takes three damage. <laughs> ah, you, you, you hit her square in the shoulder, and it probably pops it out of socket. She's holding, she's like, what the... I say the curtain rod like, did more damage to me than that fire extinguisher did to Jane. All the other, all the other nurses uh, just kind of you. You see them all smile for the first time that Janet's been there. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Janet. I hate Janet. And uh, yeah, I say, all right, uh, let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> <laughs> Janet nods solemnly and uh, just kind of goes back to her corner. She's got the only corner in the office that is like completely excluded from everybody else. Janet's goes, corner goes, yeah, goes behind the uh, the setup wall there. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. So, we're, so uh, I have a question. So, uh, spooky lady came in, right? Uh, the girl that looked kind of suspicious. Where's she in all this right now? What spooky lady? The one that dropped oh, the, the the lady who dropped the pizza receipt. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was the secretary. She's sitting there and. Uh, She's yeah, still got her hair pulled up. She's she's she actually cracked a laugh when Janet got hit in the shoulder with a fire extinguisher. Let me talk to her. <laughs> okay. I want to know why you're driving a Jaguar working in this dump. Uh, we get paid very well to keep silent, and uh, Janet's clearly going to be losing her company car. But where <laughs> company car? <laughs> to keep silent, eh? You just you just outwardly said in front of me to keep silent. Yeah. Where are your paychecks I mean, Janet, coming Janet, from? Janet, Janet spilled the beans. Who's, si- right. who's signing? Who's signing the paychecks though? When these paychecks come in. Who's signing it? Got to come it's from cash. somebody. Tell, cash. tell her you'll you'll set me loose again if she doesn't. Let's do good <clears throat> good cop bad cop. Yeah, I'm gonna set I'm gonna set Broncos loose. He's gonna pull that trigger <laughs> right in your head. <laughs> you want to see me get mad? He's gonna take that gun. He's gonna pull it. And guess what? You think you're gonna die? No. He's gonna go outside and shoot all four of your tires and your spare. You won't, be able, you won't be able to drive your jack. You won't be able to shoot it. What are you going to do about that? You're going to tell me any more information, huh? All right, pull uh, intimidation. Oh yeah, I, okay. And I'm just going to pull an ace here. I just I want this to happen. <laughs> uh, all right, you pull an ace. What what is the? Uh, let's see. Jack, okay, Jack of Diamonds is my highest card here. Um, all right, here's what else we know. This is literally all we know. We get a bag of cash. It is straight hundies. Straight hundies. <laughs> straight and, uh, hundies. Yeah. Straight hundies. There was uh, one time that Dennis showed up. He opened the trunk to get his bag of kidneys, and there was still a body in there. And uh, the body definitely wasn't dead. The body. But he had clearly been unconscious for some time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he drove back, and I know he headed west on 38th here. And the only place to go if you're heading west is the uh, rundown, the rundown Kung Fu Kwun down there on uh, on 38. Kung, Kung Fu Kwun. The Kung Fu Kwun, yeah. It's, a, it's 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 like a dojo, but what's a Kung Kwun? Fu? A Kwun? It's like a dojo, it's like a dojo okay. but for Kung Fu. Never heard okay. of a Kwun. Okay. Sounds like we got our place. So that's that's literally the all I got. We get bags of cash. 
I know there's he, the only place it could possibly go is the Quinn. Listen, Broncus, you you uh you smelled some gasoline out there. Is that right? Fresh gasoline? Is that right? It was uh it it was the essence of gas, definitely. <laughs> I you know I I don't know if we I don't know if we need this dialysis place anymore. It seems a little scummy to me. It seems yeah. that we can probably get rid of it. I think I think we should I think we should I think we should that fire extinguisher that you threw out of commission right doesn't look like you can use it anymore <laughs> oh no 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 they ain't using that uh, the nurses like clearly pick up on what you're going to do they all just start grabbing their belongings and running out of the Broncus go outside grab the pump and start spraying this building down me done I'm gonna light a match I, w- I would like to remind you and the listener that massive destruction of property will end the day um but go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you just completely light the entire, or just completely cover the entire Murphy's Dialysis Clinic in gasoline. Steven lights a match, flicks it, and what's your catchphrase there, Sleepy? My, ca- my catchphrase is, cheaters never win, and winners don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, and you just <laughs> flick your uh, match, because you refuse to flick a cigarette at this thing. The entire thing goes up in flames, and um, that is the end of Murphy's Dialysis. Bye-bye, Murphy's. Which, which unfortunately, this has all been caught on camera by the cops crew, and uh, they're actually doing a live stream on YouTube. And so you get a call from Chief Chief Percival. He calls you, and he's like, you freaking idiots, man. Like, why you got to set that thing on fire? They'd already given you everything you needed. I say, uh, they were breaking the law, Chief. Last time I checked... We stopped people from stealing kidneys in my town. Well, that was fine. You did that. Then you set the place on fire. You could have just arrested them. What happens? Somebody else moves in. Exactly. Just like Sleepy said, and starts using this gas station to steal livers or to <laughs> steal gallbladders. And then <laughs> he, what then? He calls you back into the office, and you uh, you have to start filling out paperwork for the rest oh, of the day, geez. just on the uh, the flames that you've incited. And so that will be the end of day one. Tom and Jeff, you both recover ten health. So you're back oh, man, full that, uh, there, buddy. Perfect. You go home. You spend the <laughs> night just watching reruns of uh, Deal or No Deal. And, uh, <laughs> Watch this part, Sleepy. This guy's about to lose it all. Yeah, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already falling asleep. Sleepy's already asleep. So you uh, you grab a rubber band, like one of those uh, stretchy. Uh, I don't know what they're called. The smack smack cords. You just wrap yeah. it around your uh, arm there. Mm-hmm. Start injecting yourself, and we will pick up. <laughs> I think uh, we'll we'll call that day one. So that is day one, and three days until retirement. Two days left, boys. How are you feeling? We got a lot of good information. A lot of good information. Yeah. We got yeah. this guy on the ropes. We are about to track this dude down, and I'm going to put a bullet right between his eyes. It's going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> on camera. Uh, on camera, and I <laughs> won't be convicted for murder. It's going to make me famous. Uh, that's that's the way it goes. I think this is this is a lot of fun. I like. Yeah, this yeah, it's, it's definitely different. Cool. Very good. Well, uh, I think we'll call it there. We're running up on the hour mark, I think. So close to it. Yeah, I don't know. A little bit of editing here and there it shouldn't be too much. But yeah, we're around like fifty minutes, which is our normal yeah. episode length. I'd say. All right. Well, I don't yeah. know how to end this. How do we? How do we get out of here? Well, I think we got to do the normal spiel. You know, we got to say, look, if you have a complaint to file <laughs> against Broncus's <laughs> police brutality or Sleepy's unprofessional behavior on the job falling asleep that's despicable and you want to send us a message about it down to our uh, our police hq you can do that by reaching out to us on twitter at rough draft games we're happy to read any and all complaints and put them where they belong in the garbage can 
got some great plot devices you want to send my way, um, please do. I'm not going to use them. We're going to record this all today and just release this through three weeks. It's free content. But send it our way, roughdraftgames at gmail.com, and uh, I'll definitely read that good idea. And lastly, if you want to um, get some good light reading material before bed, uh, come on down and read. Check out our uh, website, roughdraftgames.com. Um, on that website, if you... Uh, you know, want to also represent us in court when we inevitably go to court for destruction of property. Uh, check out our game, All Rise. It's going to be kickstarting later this year. And lastly, but not leastly, I got two things to ask of you people today. I know, I'm being greedy. I'm being greedy with the favors, but you know what? I, uh, I have no excuse for that. <laughs> I'm just, just going to do it. Uh, no, uh, the first thing that we wanted to mention is, uh, of course, we thank all of you who have gone on to iTunes and rated this uh, show five stars. It really means a lot to us, and it helps other people find the show if you have not done so. Please, please, please take the time. Please, baby, take the, take the time out of your day to go and just click that five stars on iTunes. I know it's annoying, but it really helps us it helps us get the word out on the show, and it's going to help us with our game that's going to be coming out very soon on Kickstarter. Uh, all rise, hopefully within the uh, within the season or so, uh, wh whatever that means. Uh, but that is the second piece that I wanted to bring up was that we are putting together uh, everything that we need in order to make this Kickstarter possible and to make the best Kickstarter we've done through research, looking at like Jamie Stagmeyer's blog. I probably said his name wrong, but he's like, yo. You need a list of people. You need an army if you're going to make this Kickstarter happen. A teamwork makes the dream work. And that's you guys. So you. if you guys would like to be our to army. receive updates on the Kickstarter, if you would like to be in our army and be one of our fresh recruits, we would greatly appreciate that. We have an email list that you can go to, uh, roughdraftgames.com, and you can hop on the email list. It's at the very top as far as the uh, the bars go for the, for the content and the podcasts that come out. Sign up for the email list, and you will be one of the first people to be made aware when our game goes live. So we're really trying to crank up that email list, make sure that we have a lot of people that we can reach out to for immediate support when this thing goes live. So we're hopefully it can be a success. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, but that's all I got to say here. Did I, did I think I covered all the bases? I think that's it. Sounds I think like it. To get out of here, we uh, all get into our car, and I'm gonna pull a card here. Ooh, a queen. I think we successfully escaped from this incredible adventure that we've been on together. So until next time, guys.